to see the earth as it truly is small and blue and beautiful in that eternal silence where it floats is to see ourselves as riders on the earth together brothers and sisters on that bright loveliness in the eternal cold sisters and brothers who know now they are truly family Message. <clears throat> Turkey burger mouth-watering recipe. Finely chopped up turkey with a knife or food processor. Finely chop up turkey with a knife or food processor. Stir in some stuffing. Form patties and pan fry in a skillet until heated through. Mm. Can't wait to try that peanut butter and jelly craving a peanut butter and jelly sandwich swap cranberry sauce or your regular jelly or jam that's healthy turkey salad sandwich shred Cold cooked turkey and chop up some celery from the relish tray. Stir in some mayonnaise or Greek yogurt. Toss in grapes or chopped apples and sprinkle on herbs. Serve the turkey salad on a lettuce wrap, tortilla, or dinner roll. Yum.
An Hymn to the Evening by Phyllis Wheatley Read for LibriVox.org by Leanne Howlett Soon as the sun forsook the eastern main, The pealing thunder shook the heavenly plain. Majestic grandeur from the zephyr's wing Exhales the incense of the blooming spring. Soft pearl the streams, the birds renew their notes, And through the air their mingled music floats. Through all the heavens what beauteous dyes are spread, But the west glories in the deepest red, So may our breasts with every virtue glow, The living temples of our God below. Filled with the praise of him who gives the light, And draws the sable curtains of the night, Let placid slumbers soothe each weary mind, At morn to wake more heavenly, more refined, So shall the labors of the day begin, More pure, more guarded from the snares of sin. Night's leaden scepter seals my drowsy eyes, Then cease my song, till fair aurora rise. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain. An Hymn to the Evening by Phyllis Wheatley Read for LibriVox.org by Larry Wilson Soon as the sun forsook the eastern main, The pealing thunder shook the heavenly plain. Majestic grandeur from the zephyr's wing Exhales the incense of the blooming spring. Soft pearl the streams, the birds renew their notes, And through the air their mingled music floats. Through all the heavens what beauteous dyes are spread, But the west glories in the deepest red. So may our breasts with every virtue glow, The living temples of our God below. Filled with the praise of him who gives the light, And draws the sable curtains of the night, Let placid slumbers soothe each weary mind, At morn to wake more heavenly, more refined. So shall the labors of the day begin, more pure, more guarded from the snares of sin. Night's leaden scepter seals my drowsy eyes. Then cease my song, till fair aurora rise. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain. An Hymn to the Evening by Phyllis Wheatley Read for LibriVox.org by Lee Salter, Elizabethtown, Pennsylvania, USA. Soon as the sun forsook the eastern main, the pealing thunder shook the heavenly plain. Majestic grandeur from the zephyr's wing exhales the incense of the blooming spring. Soft pearl the streams, the birds renew their notes, and through the air their mingled music floats. Through all the heavens what beauteous dyes are spread, But the west glories in the deepest red. So may our breasts with every virtue glow, The living temples of our God below, Filled with the praise of him who gives the light, And draws the sable curtains of the night. Let placid slumbers soothe each weary mind, At morn to wake more heavenly, more refined, so shall the labors of the day begin, More pure, more guarded from the snares of sin. 
Night's leaden scepter seals my drowsy eyes, then cease my song till fair aurora rise. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain. A Hymn to the Evening by Phyllis Wheatley Read for LibriVox.org by Margaret Evie Soon as the sun forsook the eastern main, The pealing thunder shook the heavenly plain. Majestic grandeur from the zephyr's wing Exhales the incense of the blooming spring. Soft purl the streams, the birds renew their notes, and through the air their mingled music floats. Through all the heavens what beauteous dyes are spread, but the west glories in the deepest red, so may our breasts with every virtue glow, the living temples of our God below. Filled with the praise of him who gives the light and draws the sable curtains of the night, let Placid slumbers soothe each weary mind, At morn to wake more heavenly, more refined. So shall the labors of the day begin, More pure, more guarded from the snares of sin. Night's leaden scepter seals my drowsy eyes, Then cease my song till fair aurora rise. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain. An Hymn to the Evening by Phyllis Wheatley Read for LibriVox.org by Patrick Randall Soon as the sun forsook the eastern main, The pealing thunder shook the heavenly plain. Majestic grandeur! From the zephyr's wing exhales the incense of the blooming spring. Soft purl the streams, the birds renew their notes, and through the air their mingled music floats. Through all the heavens what beauteous dyes are spread, but the west glories in the deepest red. So may our breasts with every virtue glow, The living temples of our God below. Filled with the praise of him who gives the light And draws the sable curtains of the night, Let placid slumbers soothe each weary mind, At morn to wake more heavenly, more refined. So shall the labors of the day begin more pure, more guarded from the snares of sin. Night's leaden scepter seals my drowsy eyes. Then cease my song, till fair aurora rise. End of poem. This recording is in the public domain. Hello? Fun facts about acorns. About 25% of a deer's fall diet consists of acorns. By carrying acorns further than 
the tree they grew from, squirrels, rabbits, and other animals ensure that new oak trees can sprout from the seeds inside the acorns. We humans can eat acorns, but they are best consumed after they are roasted as raw acorns contain tannins that are toxic in high concentration. makes you suffer because you do not understand yourself. To understand yourself is to understand nature and how things effortlessly blossom, prosper, and smile like flowers. I smiled so ecstatically when I realized life's simplicity, thinking. that is needed is sunlight, water, and air, and the being is enlightened. Amitofo, written with Chi, by Shifu. She, Yanju. Head coach of the Shaolin Warrior Monks of Shaolin Temple, Yunnan, China.
quick a quick workout guide three minute heart rate riser studies show that it's little as three minutes of vigorous activity can improve your health speed walking around your home or workplace jogging up stairs or playing with kids can add years to your life plus these activities can fit right into your day without taking up extra time Get physical doing homework. Get physical during homework. Turn regular chores into your exercise program instead of simply bending to dust shelves or pick up clutter. Try doing squats. Walk or jog in place while you fold laundry, lunge while vacuuming, do push-ups while waiting on a food timer. Thirty-minute plan. You can complete a great workout from the convenience of your own home in as little is 30 minutes no equipment needed to strengthen your core try crunches sit-ups or planks make it leg day with high knees or calf raises for heart pumping cardio go for burpees or jumping jacks Other options, try something different with a jump rope. You can learn all kinds of fun tricks or dance to your favorite tunes. Alternatively, high-intensity interval training, also known as HIT, is ideal for those who don't have much time but want to break a sweat. Wear comfortable running or walking shoes to events so you can get moving at any free moment. Do you have a Competitive spirit? Challenge your family or friends to see who can do the most push-ups or run the fastest.
my funny poem is called overflow or going home it's about getting through the pearly gates there once was a car possessed driven to its old car wash address the new driver was rather confused as the ghostly car left him bemused the car alarm blared 24/7 it crashed if it left that holy haven the car talked sang and told some jokes this was a car that could provoke one day the car just floated away in the sky it shimmered like golden hay escorted by angels and other beings chariots to follow were all seen the car found a tunnel in a cave to avoid the paparazzi rave emerging on the other side the floating car left with pride so if you're ever in need of a ride and see a car floating up in the sky remember this tale of a car possessed driven to a car wash that it loved best on a regular basis can help you sleep better, reduce pain, improve relationships and relieve stress. These words of wisdom are intended to inspire you to practice gratitude quote acknowledging the good that you already have in your life is the foundation for all abundance Eckhart Tolle gratitude 
is the closest thing to beauty manifested in an emotion. Mindy Kaling. There are so many things in the world that could be invisible to the material eye. And when you take a moment to stop, to pause, to be present and notice them, that's gratitude. Jay Shetty Gratitude brings joy and laughter into your life and into the lives of all those around you. Eileen Caddy saying when I hit you up how deep uh, humanity goes in its evolution I get to see how the movie franchise I guess it, it kind of fell short with how deep it went and how deep you went when you wrote I wish they would have went further into that I feel like I you know missed out on the interpretation of that and the book takes the movie you know what you like about the movie and goes deeper and it, it, it's yeah it's a journey Absolutely. Really Absolutely. And that makes really a lot of sense. people realize that. Absolutely. Now, before we start to really cook, I want to uh, give a nod to my co-host, Nikki. I want to thank you for co-hosting. This is the person who, this is always my first choice to co-host. So I appreciate you being here, Nikki. Um, once again, everybody, this Sophia. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. This is Sophia. And hello, Sophia. Yes, hi, honey, how you doing? Glad to, to meet you here. Same here. Go ahead, Average. Well, I want you to take as long as you need to take, Sophia, in the questions that I ask you, because um, I've seen you answer questions before, and I love how in-depth you go. So feel free to, to, to say it however you need to say it. And um, the first question I want to ask you um, is... Um, who is Sophia Stewart?
Ms. Stewart, um, unmute yourself, please. Yeah, please. I'm, 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 wait a minute. I, just, I was telling him one moment because I was going up and down an elevator. Oh. And sometimes the elevator can knock the whole thing off. So I was just saying one moment. I wasn't ready yet. Oh, uh, okay. No didn't problem. ask me if I was ready. Yeah, no, no problem. Uh, me on to the question. Could you just hold one second? Got and it. I will give the answer. You guys talk for a minute and then I'll come on and let you know. No problem. That I'm ready. No problem. Absolutely. What's up, Brother McCow? How are you? Excellent. Excellent. Great one. Great family. I see we have the queen, Mickey, and we have the powerful oracle, the one and only, the legendary Sophia Stewart, back to give us that knowledge, that power, that energy. I mean, you know, she... I have to say, you know, Sophia, we've spoke for hours and hours, you know, back in the States and, you know, she's inspired me and taught me many things. And, uh, so it's always an honor, you know, when she speaks to our Black American community about her journey and the, uh, the Matrix, the Terminator, uh, the project she's working on, uh, and, uh, we have to support uh, Black Americans. We have to support her. She's a legend, and uh, and you know, she's uh, she's our queen sister. So you know, thank you, Brother Average, and Sister Nikki, for hosting this great, legendary uh, Juneteenth Juneteenth uh, uh, space or chat. Thank you. All right, um, I'm ready to answer the question. Did I give y'all enough time? Absolutely, you didn't. I, I thank you. I couldn't hear you when you said you needed. Uh, I think the elevator probably cut you off when you were telling me you needed some uh, some time. So, but I'm glad we were able to hear you uh, the second time around. The question that I wanted to know is, um, who is Sophia Stewart for everybody in the room? Uh, yeah, I would like to explain to people who I really am and. It's all involving the Matrix and the Terminator. I mean, completely. Uh, for one thing, I'm from New York City, uh, the Boogie Down, the Bronx, like J-Lo, and Manhattan. And of course, Diddy is from New York, and Jay, and a whole lot of other people that you guys know, uh, famous and, and non-famous. But a lot of people are from New York City. Uh, I believe we were there when hip-hop started. I was here on the tail of it or something, but we actually witnessed it, and uh, I want to also tell people that my bloodlines, uh, or I don't call myself no nationality, because uh, they've changed the, 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 the landscape of the land, I don't know how many times. You go back and you look at an old map a thousand years ago, and none of this stuff is called any of the things that you're getting right now. Uh, but people who are into that, that's fine. But we are indigenous people. We where it all began. Uh, the indigenous people that own this land, and so I'm claiming it. I'm not claiming anything else. But this land, my bloodlines, uh, Cherokee and Portuguese, uh, on both my mom and my father's side. My grandmother, uh, it was a uh, Cherokee from the Indian reservations in Missouri. She couldn't even speak any English. 
fact, she didn't really speak too much English at all, even when she got older. And my grandfather, a Portuguese, uh, you know, from Portugal, he couldn't speak, speak a lick of English either. They kind of created a language when they got married so they can communicate with each other. And that's why sometimes we have hard times pronouncing things because of those two mixtures and, you know, the two different languages. And if you go back and you look at history, the indigenous people that were here and when the conquistadors came over here and started raping and, and uh, also kidnapping, it's uh, what we call sex trafficking. Uh, that's where you see uh, what the uh, what you would call uh, the land Mexico or Mexican. They are the indigenous people mixed with the conquistadors, uh, the Spaniards. And that's why you see a lot of white skin and blue eyes and green eyes and red hair and so forth because of the conquistadors who came over here. It's the same thing that happened with Sicily or over there in Italy when the Moors came over there and they started raping and kidnapping and robbing and so forth. The Sicilians are, um, they call them on the black hand side because they are the Italians that was mixed with the that black blood, black blood, because Moors mean black. And so they did the same thing and you see the Sicilians are totally different from the Northern Italians. The Northern Italians have white skin and uh, green eyes and, you know, you know, kind of straight hair and so forth. I have everything going on here, but we need to be certain about where we come from. Where you're born is the place that you should claim, because that's the only place you're going to get in if the borders close down again, like they did with this COVID stuff. And and I also want to let people know that I'm a prodigy. A prodigy is like you heard about those kids that or 12 years old and they get their college degree and they go and they go work for NASA. They are polymaths, meaning, and that's what I am also, we're well-versed in many mathematics and we're like creators and so forth. And this was, this was what Tesla was, and Tesla's black, by the way. Every time you guys see that old picture of him looking Italian or whatever, that's an actress picture from the movies. Uh, Tesla and Alexander Dumas, Alexander Dumas, the three musketeers, the man in the iron mask, he's black also. There are a lot of uh, black people that, because of their work, people try to, you know, perpetrate that they were white and all that stuff. And there's a lot of black people with white skin that are passing for white and they're not white. They're black. And there's a lot of well, white people who have dark skin. And it's the blood that tells you who they are because when you have the baby, uh, that determines who you, your bloodline tells you who you are, whether it's mixed with animals or it's mixed with others or alien. Uh, the alien means unknown. Because uh, we got all kind of blood types and blood, you know, going here, negative uh, rhesus monkey blood. That's the negative bloodline that kills the positive blood. Uh, we got the Neanderthal, the old positive bloodline, the first blood to give blood to all. So we <laughs> We have a lot of stuff going on here today, and I know a lot of people have a lot of questions, and you need to dig deep, because everything, like in the Matrix, they tell you has been, you've been told a lie. Uh, I also want people to know that uh, I'm a prodigy, meaning that I'm well gifted in many things. I'm well gifted in law. So when I took on these people, these lawyers, I sued four law firms, 
and several more law firms came on, and I beat them like the David and Goliath story. Uh, they got a lot of smears and windows and a lot of hate towards me, as a lot of people are reading on the Internet. You, and you need to ask me and not beat her, because I wasn't some woman in the 70s, unemployed. That's all a crock of lies to smear me. I was at SD when I wrote The Matrix. I have a degree in journalism, a double major in law and psychology, and studied to be a lawyer and a doctor. I'm a, I am an attorney. I worked for a Beverly Hills law firm while I was at USC. I'm very prolific in law. Uh, they just can't beat me. I'm, uh, I guess being a prodigy, I have a lot of many gifts. I didn't do any high school. I skipped that. Took the New York Regents. They gave me the diploma. They told me I could take my master's and bachelor's at the same time. One of my other schools is the City University of New York, C-U-N-Y, CUNY. Uh, it's in the World Book of Guinness because we graduate uh, like a lot of students every year. We had our graduation of mine uh, at Madison Square Garden. We used to have it at the uh, Carnegie Hall, but Carnegie got too small for us. And so my graduation class was like 2000. So we couldn't even walk up on the stage to get our diploma. You know what I'm talking about? It's just the way it is when you're from New York and you live in New York City. But listen, I, I hope this answers people, and I want people to know that I own the Matrix and Terminator film franchises. I own it by copyright. I own the copyrights to the movies. They're nothing but derivatives of the book, the Third Eye Matrix and Terminator book. We're talking about the Eye of God, because that's the third eye here on Earth, because on Earth we got two eyes, and but the all-seeing, all-knowing Eye of God is the third eye. The matrix is the woman's womb because we're the only ones that can have babies. The difference between a man and a woman is not the vagina and the penis. It's the womb. A woman can have a baby through her matrix stargated. Matrix is a 7,000-year-old Latin word for the woman's womb. That is the only way you're going to get in here. I came out of the womb of a woman, not out of the ass of a man. Dr. Frankenstein is nothing but a liar. All he's done is lie. He can't create the seed or the soul. He can create a living amoeba. That's why you're eating seedless watermelon and seedless grapes and eating a lot of seedless food. Because he can't create the living amoeba and, and fool your eyes or fool your brain or fool you. But everything that was created with a seed was created by God and it has a continuation of life. I'm going to give you an example of how men have fooled you. You take the mule. There's no such animal as a mule, but it's a craft. It's a hybrid. It's where man has taken the horse, which is big, but he's weak, and he's taken a donkey that's small, but he's strong, and he crafted a mule that's big as a horse, but strong as a donkey, but he can't have any babies, can't have any kids, can't have any because he doesn't have any seeds of continuation, no soul. The soul is the seed of continuation, meaning that it's going to come back again and again. As long as this earth is existing, you're going to have abundance of water, you're going to have an abundance of food, abundance of everything. The only thing that's happening here, and go back in history and take a look, are people coming in here and leaving. That's all that's going on. The earth has never, ever been destroyed. Yes, we had a flood to destroy all of those monsters that man had created through bestiality. 
they had to be wiped out. Those dinosaurs and all these, what they call mythology, the miniature, the man with a, you know, with a uh, half bull and half, you know, human. And you see that now is going on. People are still having sex with animals. Having sex, a man, he was in the news, you can Google him. <clears throat> this man was actually having sex with alligators. He would sedate them and have sex with alligators. So there's nothing new under the sun. All of this stuff has been done again and again. And you guys think it's new because you're, you're, you're new. You just got here. So you think this is new. But if you go back and go back in the 20s and the 30s, they had moving uh, sidewalks that you see right now that we use in the airport and we use in very businesses, those moving escalators, those were moving sidewalks back in the 20s and the 30s. Go back and look at the old black and white reels. And you you guys are going to be shocked. We had cars that were on land. They were cars. And when they got in the water, they were boats. Or, you know, they were, they, they can, they can like, uh, you know, the speedboats. They could go through the water, come out of the water, and, drive on the land. We had cars that ran by water. And not, not this gas and oil that you're going through now. Uh, that came later. But we had, we always had like water boats and stuff. We had, uh, we had water OT model Fords, and the horses didn't like it when the people, the cowboys and the horses, and, and you know, was going around the cars. You guys got to look at these old black and white reels. Y'all are being blown away at some of the stuff that was created here many, many years ago that you guys think is brand new or new. It's amazing what you will learn. So nothing is as it appears to be. Everything you've ever been taught is a lie. And you need to kind of throw away all that crap, search for truth, and look for truth. You don't really got to listen to people. You just got to hear something and then go seek it out yourself because there's nothing greater than you learning the truth on your own. Too many men follow after other men and follow after lies and all that. And there's no such thing as my truth and your truth. There's no such. It's either the truth or it's a lie. There's nothing else going on. It's either you told the truth or you told a lie. They know truth doesn't belong to you. And lies, people tell many of them. So your lies might belong to you, but the truth don't belong to you. The truth is absolute. It belongs to everybody. And what is the truth? We know the sun is going to come up tomorrow. It might not come when we can see it because it might be rainy, cloudy, or some kind of weather condition going up. But it's going up somewhere, and that's the absolute truth. Absolute truth is we know that man can't put a switch on it because if he could, you'd be paying for it right now and you would know about it because you'd have to. Oh, you broke up. Yeah, no, yeah, right here. Kind of wanted to tell people a little bit, you know, and you guys have seen many movies. Uh, the Gravity book, the Gravity movie, the Maze book, the Maze movie, Lords of the Ring book, the Lords of the Ring movie. A lot of great movies have come out of books, adapted from the books. I had a copyrighted script, a copyrighted book. My copyrights are 81, 83, and 84. 
February the 6th, 84. Terminator did not come out until October the 26th, 1984. Matrix did not come out until March the 31st, 1999. So there's no way in the world these people created Matrix and Terminator. The book was already published and out by copyrighted book and copyrighted script. And I was looking for George Lucas over at 20th Century Fox. Sent it to him while I was at SC, USC, Trojan. I went to school with Marcus Allen and Ronnie Lott, those former pro football players. Charles White was on his way out when I came in. He was the senior graduating Heisman winner, Marcus Heisman winner. And my boyfriend at that time was Anthony Davis. wanted me to go to SC. Can you hear me? You just broke up when you when you talked about uh, Anthony Davis. Not to be confused with uh, Anthony Davis uh, on the Lakers. No, but, Anthony uh, also... Davis pro football player. That used right, to be with right. the Buccaneers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Houston Oilers, and the Rams, Los Angeles Rams. He was out in the 80s. Anthony Davis, that name is just a famous name. But you can look up Anthony Davis from the 80s. That's who I'm talking about. Absolutely. Um, you you partially answered this next question. for you yeah uh, I definitely want you um what is what was your path what was your path oh uh, what do you mean my path you talking about my path like d-a-t-h where was i headed yeah well, i would tell you i was going to school to become a lawyer and a doctor because i wanted to help people um uh, i never i didn't know that my work was going to make billions of dollars upwards to 35 billion dollars in uh, two to three billion fans globally, I had no idea would win four Oscars. And those four Oscars belonged to me. I was not trying to get rich or trying to get famous or any of those things. I was merely just wanting to help people. And I was writing since I was in grade school. My first teacher was a college professor. And, um, and I was competing with others because our teacher got sick in grade school. When I was 11 years old, and uh, uh, I think it was in the fifth grade, and um, then later on when I got into college, uh, I had very famous teacher, Max Siegel, famous journalist with the New York Times, 
Emil Kapulia, essay critic, author, Big Apple playwright, Paul Cherry, Leon Roth, who's done is the screenwriter that uh, won an Oscar for Airport 79, Eric Roth's father, Leon Roth, who taught me at USC. So I, God gave me some very phenomenal teachers. So my path was the path of righteousness and to help and heal people. I'm a shyman. My grandmother's a shyman. I have a gift. I'm the oracle. I created the oracles, the characters, and the matrix. There's some people lying like in and trying to smear me. But uh, the truth is in the book. The details are in the book. And when you get the books and you read the book, whether it's the fourth installment where Warner Brothers offered me $30 million for the shooting script, you will see that I wrote and created the Matrix in Germany, and I own it. When you get the books, you won't know it until you read the books. A lot of people try to skip over things and take shortcuts. But you're never going to learn anything or know anything until you see it with your own eyes. When they came out with the regurgitation, resuscitation, resurrection movie, that was not the Matrix. That was not the logo. That was John Wick, the, the, the warlord. He's the male witch. Warlord. John Wick, not Neo. Go back and look at Neo. You Google Neo and look at him. That was not Trinity. That was Tiffany. Tiffany with a husband and two kids. Go back, Google Tiffany. That was not Morpheus. It was some naked man that had on the Joker's old uh, suit. That was naked. He wasn't. He had no no reason to be there. There was not Naomi. Go Google her now. Look at them. That lady right there had those dreads on her head. She was some old 80 year, 80 year old general, or 85 year old wrinkled general. But that was not Naomi. You guys need to Google, because you've forgotten. Sometimes you need to go back and look at the movie so you can have a remembrance. Maybe all of you should have looked at the first Matrix when the regurgitation movie came out, resurrection movie. Then you wouldn't have been fooled. You would have said, this is garbage. This is not the Matrix. They cannot write the Matrix nor the Terminator. Only the real creator can continue his work. Only the real creator can eclipse his work. No one else can do that. You can mimic and copy Michael Jackson all day long or Prince or whoever that lived here. But you can never eclipse their work. Only the creator will continue and eclipse his work. And people need to know that. So you will not be fooled. Anyone got to tell you anything? Again, like I tell people, you need to search out the truth for yourself. And that way no one can ever lie to you. And when someone challenges you, you tell them, prove it. That's what I tell them. When they come up to me and they say some old bogus mess to me, I say, prove it. And that shuts it down right there. Because if you cannot prove something, you will go to jail for harassment. And you will get sued for slander and defamation. This is why you don't see anyone coming up to challenge me. But you see all the smears and in the windows on the Internet. The Internet is a distribution platform for you to make money, not to gossip and to smear. 
most of the people are nothing but trolls that are sneering and lying and keeping havoc going. You can't sue them because they have no money. And they're not going to be up in your face because they'll go to jail for harassment. So all Warner Brothers can do is pay them to smear and to lie and to confuse you. And that's what they do. They confuse and lie to you every day by using the internet. When it was created to make money, it is a distribution platform so you can distribute your goods, your creativity, your knowledge, something positive to elevate and move people on and onwards and upwards. Absolutely. Um, also, too, uh, when I asked you uh, what was your path as well, I should have been more descriptive in asking, um, how do we how do we get from the lawyer and the doctor to you creating this this incredible piece of work um, that you made? Also, to everybody, because reset I the room. I had a gift in writing. I, I had a gift in writing, and uh, like I told people. I had studied under some of the most phenomenal minds in writing and as a kid in grade school. So that was one of my gifts. So when I was at SC, I just started writing. I, and I, I, SC is a film school. So I thought about movies. So I, that's why I wrote a script. That's why I wrote a book. That's why I met USC, one of the best film schools. Because I want to make movies. I want to do movies. So that's how The Matrix and Terminator came about. My desire to Absolutely. do movies. Well, this is a hell of a book. That's for sure. And speaking to the book, everybody, please look in the Jumbotron. There is a link to her website. Um, the Third Eye is incredible, but that's not the only thing being sold there. Um, support black businesses. Uh, definitely buy this book. It's absolutely worth it, uh, for sure. <laughs> Within the first few pages, you'll see it's worth it. Yeah, I've written four books on Matrix and Terminator. So I have e-books as well as physical books. And people in foreign countries, you can go to Amazon, you can go to Barnes & Noble, Walmart, and ask for my book on demand. The moment you pay for it, they will ship it to you. Look, press... You know, an app to do the audio book uh, to the ebook. There's three apps to do audio if you want to listen. I started to do an audio book, but then they came out with the app, so I said, wow, you don't need to do that anymore. Now you can just put an app on the ebook uh, and PDF and just listen. So, real important that you guys see that they, Warner Brothers have offered me. $30 million for the shooting script to Matrix 4 Evolution because that's the fourth installment. That is the real fourth installment. And it's all original, never been seen on any movie screen. And original material is the only material that makes billions of dollars. And you saw that with Marvel, with Stan Lee and Marvel. And when Stan Lee died, they can't do Marvel anymore. All they're doing is mimicking his old stuff. But they can't eclipse his work. He's gone. And I knew that once that lead died, I'm never going to see any more Marvel at the level that the creator had, eclipsing the work. 
sometimes we have to appreciate things while it's here because once it's gone, that it, that's it. You're never going to get that same quality or real reality of work ever again. Oh, wow. So you Real quick, I just wanted to say that I see someone requesting to come up. Um, and we do plan to let people come up, but if you could just put whatever question you have in the comments section, and then we will um, let you up when we decide that it's um, time to do so, and then we'll get to your question. Thank you very much. Absolutely. Uh, please continue, Sophia. Oh, I was letting know uh, again like uh, when we had um, this COVID and stuff uh, COVID was uh, 19 was a virus and that old virus had been out for a long time and this is why I said with the matrix uh, that people keep you plugged in because those who are on the media actually owns your mind and what you buy, think and how you feel and what you do and life so maybe it's time for some people to start owning their own media and start, uh, you know, elevating with the truth so we won't have this confusion here because we have a lot of confusion here. We have a lot of ignorance. And look at the word ignorance. It has uh, the word ignore in it because we're ignoring things that we should know. If, if Dr. Fossey and Dollar Bill Gates of Hell own uh, COVID with a patent, then we know that it was created in a laboratory, that it didn't come from the earth, it didn't come from God, didn't come from nature. It was created in a laboratory. I also want to point out, when you go back to the ancient Egyptians or whatever they were called, ancient aliens, ancient people, when you go back and you look at all of that knowledge, and a lot of that knowledge could not be deciphered by the people who came there and tried to steal it, or look into it. A lot of Tesla's patents, when he passed away or whatever, when he died in the hotel or wherever he died, because, you know, I'm just going by the story they told, but, you know, you got to really dig deep for the truth. Uh, he left a lot of patents, but these patents of his still have, the codes have not been cracked on a lot of the patents. And they can't interpret those. Because you have to be a, uh, like a prodigy, a polymath, to even crack codes and get knowledge, to extract knowledge. So a lot of stuff has not been deciphered here. We still are getting new stuff, new inventions, new everything, because knowledge is still just laying around here, and they can't interpret it, don't know what the hell it is. The people who steal, the people who confuse, the people who keep stuff going here, because uh, they want drama going because they're not happy with whatever is going on here. When you get too much money, you think you're God, and then you want to just start tampering with everybody else's lives. I feel like uh, there are people who were born here to make this place better, and then there's people who came here to make it worse or do the worst that they can. But either way, we're all numbered by God, not by man. And we're not going to leave here until God says so. And whatever is going on with us, it has to be determined through God. 
they don't want you to know about God. They don't want you to know that God is real. But my story being the David and Goliath story proves that David must have lived here sometime and went and went up against the giants because I went up against them and I won. And I only had a little slingshot just like David. And by the way, that little slingshot that David had became what you know is the gun, the invention of the gun with the cylinder and the spinning and the snapping. It's the same principles mathematically as the slingshot. He only had five stones and some of the guns have six cylinders, six six stones and then the cap falls to the ground, the stone is propelled into your body. Quantum physics, ancient sacred geometry, calculus. So anyway, I'm just touching on a lot of little things to make you think that nothing here is whatever it, it claims to be. There's so much going on. But what you need to know and what you need to look at is what is going on with you. Because whatever's going on with you, you need to pay attention to. You don't have to pay attention to all this other stuff that's going on with people because no two people that are here on earth is in the same world or seeing the same thing or living the same life. There are people who are happy. There are people who are unhappy. There are people who are sick, depressed, suicidal, drugged out, all kinds of stuff going on here. But do not let it get you down and do not let anything come into your world that you do not want it into your world. World. Keep your world safe and happy and because nothing has to come in unless you invite it in. Remember that. Like I was telling you, everyone, they don't want you to believe that God is real because if you call on God, it's going to destroy whatever they have planned for you. They've told a lot of people and a lot of people believe, I, so many people confused out here, they're turning to witchcraft, they're turning to bestiality. They are just, some of them are just completely crazy because of the chemicals and drugs that have been infesting their body and what they've been doing, you know, and what's going on with them in the hospital when they're born. And it's just so much stuff going on here that it's incredible. And you can see that knowledge is quickly leaving the earth again. And God said, my people, my people perish because of a lack of knowledge. And if you don't get knowledge, you will perish. You will die. And if you believe in the wrong things, you will be gone. There is no doubt about that. And I don't know, I think it has a lot to do with those shots. It reminds me of the Z movie with Brad Pitt. After these people took these shots, you go on YouTube, you go on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, all over. And you look at all these videos and people around the world are just becoming so violent. Violent and crazy, almost like at the extent of being animals on an animal level. They're 
running into stores and stealing merchandising, just running in there and stealing and just taking and just doing some of the more. And we and everything is camera down. Everything is on tape. And it's like a lot of people have forgotten that. But you still can get caught even on tape. You look at what they're talking about in the news where this guy, ex-Marine, choked this guy to death on camera. You know, we, we live in a world now that there are just hundreds of hundreds of thousands of thousands uh, in the millions of people with cell phones. And you don't know who's videotaping you from the beginning, the middle to the end. You do not know who's videotaping you. But now all the crimes are caught on tape. We are in a camera down society, whether you think about it, even if it's even if you go in stores and the cameras are placed a certain way, there are people that are sneakingly taking pictures of you, filming you, videotaping you. It is amazing. You are on camera. And when the satellites come into play, and I talked about this in many of my other interviews, because I've done over 5,000 media interviews. I've been interviewing nonstop since 2001. And when ABC broke my story in 2003, it went viral around the world, globally. And I tried to tell people with The Matrix and Terminator, The Terminator is the prequel, the beginning of the epic story. They just, uh, the film uh, production company, studios, just divided the one epic story into two different, two franchises. But the Matrix doesn't make any sense without the Terminator, and the Terminator doesn't make any sense without the ending of the Matrix. They are one, past, present, and future time travel. In order to understand that, you've got to think upon what I'm saying. But it's talking about what's going to happen to you in the future, what's coming. The past, where the past is taking you to the future, and how your lives are going to be affected and changed by these machines. And the machines are going to be no greater or no better or greater than the creator, whoever creates them. If the creator was insane, the machine is going to be insane. If the creator was a killer, the machines are going to be a killer. Whatever the creator is, that's what the machine is going to be. Because the artificial intelligence starts out, like I told you guys, with old metal clankety-clank, because H.G. Wells was a prodigy who was born in the iron industry at that time, and he thought of the machine as metal clankety-clank. I, on the other hand, born in the digital age, and I saw a machine wrapped in flesh, Killable cannot be killed. Looking like you, but you don't know it's a machine, the Terminator. No one had ever seen anything like it. Harlan Ellison, they paid him 85000 for the background. I talked to the man before he died. He did not create the Terminator. James Cameron did not. James Cameron, all he did was, uh, was a, a liar and a thief. He even said it in the news that he was a liar and a thief. I have the newspaper clippings. 
I kept all of that because I knew one day they were going to change up the news and they, they were going to hide all this stuff from you guys. James Cameron can't even write. There was 12 people who sued him for Avatar. I got one of the guys' his Avatar copyright. I got one of the guys' Black Panther copyright. That's why you don't you don't see the Black Panther like it was in the beginning. That's why you don't see Avatar. It became Waterworld. It became garbage, Waterworld. With Kevin Costner's concept. The movie he was in. Waterworld. Black Panther, you didn't see a male Black Panther. A woman. Trivia. What popular board game was inspired by the Landlord's Game from 1904? How many rooms are in the game of Clue? Selling 3 million copies yearly. This is the best selling board game. What is it? A shocking game that aspiring doctors may play. Operation was released in what year? In the board game, Candy Land, you'll find mountains made of what sugary treat? derived from the landlord's game, a board game designed and patented by Lizzie G. McGee, M-A-G-I-E, Maggie or Maggie, in 1904. She revised and renewed the patent on her game in 1924. Nine rooms in the game clue. The clue we know and love today contains six characters, six 
clip-ons and nine rooms. But the original was much more complicated than this, boasting ten characters, nine weapons, and eleven rooms. The best-selling board game of all time is chess. It has been one of the best board games to play around the world since it was first introduced in 1200 CE. The Common Era or 1200 AD. The total number of chess sets sold since the game's introduction is unknown, but more than 3 million sets are still sold yearly in the United States alone. game which invites players to explore a peppermint stick forest, a peanut brittle house, a molasses swamp, and a gumdrop mountain was designed to foster imagination and individual play rather than encourage competition. In 1948, retired school teacher Eleanor Abbott invented Candyland in a San Diego hospital.
Operation Game, 1965. John Spinello created the game, the box that sparked and made noise, also known as Operation In 1962, at the University of Illinois, as a sophomore in a class project, he later sold the patent of the game to an inventor firm for $500 and the promise of a job with the company. Milton Bradley released the game in 1965, featuring Cavity Sam with his light-up red nose and many ailments, bread basket, butterflies in the stomach, ankle bone connected to the knee bone, spare ribs, funny bone, Water on the knee, Charlie Horse, Adam's Apple, Writer's Cramp, Wishbone, Wrenched Ankle and Broken Heart. Thirteen ailments in the game operation. Use the tweezers to take out all of Cavity Sam's 12 funny ailment parts that parents might remember, such as Wishbone, Charlie Horse, and Adam's Apple. Players choose a doctor card and operate to remove that ailment from Sam and collect the money if they can avoid the buzz. Initially produced by Milton Bradley in 1965, Operation is currently produced by Hasbro with an estimated franchise worth $40 million. The game is a variant of the old-fashioned electrified wire loop game popular at fairs. Cavity Sam, the cartoon patient in the board game operation suffers from an array of anatomically questionable ailments. Writer's cramp represented by a tiny plastic pencil. Water on the knee. A bucket of water. Butterflies in the stomach. 
you get the idea. A beloved children's game for ages six and up. It's fun for the whole family on family game night and a laugh out loud game for play dates. The classic board game is a wonderful way for young children to improve their fine motor skills as they try to remove ailments with tweezers without setting off the buzzer. It's a lot of fun for entire families. It does require some dexterity so younger family members might struggle with some of the harder tasks but great fun for all recommended for game night with family players choose a doctor card and operate to remove that ailment from Sam and collect the money if they can avoid the bus. The player with the most money wins. Includes game board, tweezers, 12 plastic ailments, including rubber band and game guide. Through a family connection at the Famed toy design firm Marvin Glass and Associates in Chicago. Spinello sold his creation for $500 along with any future royalties. Glass subsequently filed for a patent for a Game utilizing electric probe on February 4th, 1965, in U.S. Patent number 3,333,846 was granted on August 1st, 1967.
a wall? And a whole other storyline with water people. And it's no coincidence that both of them was about water people, water world. But it wasn't the first thing you saw when you first saw the first Avatar, which is Pocahontas, Disney's Pocahontas. A little 13 year old boy busted camera, and you can go pull up Pocahontas and look at the words and see the cross out. They can fool you in the media. They can fool you, period. That's what it's all about. Houdini, Millie Vanilli, and Houdini. Millie Vanilli didn't sing any songs. Do you see? They, they fooled you. That's why they pulled the Millie Vanilli and Houdini people when they lie and create illusions. That's what they're doing. They're using magic. They're using witchcraft. The truth is going to supersede all of that. You can't hide the truth. You can't destroy the truth and you can't supersede the truth. The truth is the truth no matter what. And there's nothing you can do about it when it comes out. But bow down to it. What were you going to ask me? Well, I had a third question. Um, but you actually went into the third question that I wanted, which is how do we get um, to them counterfeiting? How was the uh, Terminator, uh, the Matrix counterfeited? But you went into that. So I guess my next question is, and I already know the answer to it, but uh, are you the Oracle in the Matrix? And if so, what does it mean? I want to go touch a little bit on the counterfeiting and then I'm going to go into being the Oracle. This is what they did. They I had a copyrighted book and a copyrighted script. And the government has violated my rights because it's a criminal action to adapt a copyrighted book and a copyrighted script to the screen. You cannot get a copyright to the movies because they're nothing but derivatives of the source work. If you try to apply for a copyright and you stole something, under the penalty of perjury, you'll go to jail for fraud. And whatever you put in will be traced back to the copyright. The copyright source material and the copyrights themselves. There are lawyers that work at the Library of Congress. Y'all know who did this already. Little Nas at the rapper. He counterfeited Nike. He already knew that Nike was a billion dollar public selling company that people were getting uh, dividends from. But that didn't stop him from counterfeiting the Nike shoe. He took a Nike shoe, he and the executives of this shell company called Mischief. And they sold 666,000 copies of that Nike. They put blood, they altered it, they, they counterfeited it. Now, Nike came after them for the damages because as soon as they made the money, Nike came and took the money from them. But the government failed to protect... Uh, Nikes, but because they let them, they let little Nas X and these people counterfeit. They did not protect Nike's copyrights or trademarks. That is a criminal case. If you might remember the O.J. Simpson case, it was a civil case and it was a criminal case. The criminal case he got off with with Johnny Cochran and Shapiro and Kardashian. 
Robert Kardashian. He got off with that. But in the civil case, he lost because the um, Nicole's parents went in uh, and sued and got some money, but they never collected because O.J. had his money and stuff offshore and in trusts and all kinds. He had some great lawyers that advised him. But I'm pointing it out to you because there's two cases going on, a criminal case and a civil case. And that is what happens when somebody steals your copyrighted or trademark work. It becomes two cases, a civil case for the damages, a criminal case because they counterfeit it. And the government is supposed to protect our copyrights and trademark, and it's supposed to put these people in jail. You need to learn the law. You need to listen to me when I speak the law, because the law is very important. The laws of God, where all laws are derived from, even when you go all the way to the book of Egypt, the book of the living, the book of the dead, the Egyptians, or the gods that walked the earth, or the aliens, or whatever they were, the unknowns, they brought the law upon the earth. And it trickled down into what you know as the Bible. The Bible was supposed to be a road map, a guide, so you can know what the hell is going on here on earth. So you can know what your rights are and if your rights are violated and how you can protect your rights and protect yourself. That's what it was supposed to do is give you knowledge. It wasn't a book for you to argue over, fight over, kill over, or, or personally to make money off of, to do all the despicable things that people are doing. There were just so many things that this book, but the, the knowledge of this book, was here to guide you, to protect you, and to let you know what was going on. And that you had to interpret this book spiritually, that it was not like, to, if you didn't read it verbatimly, because for one thing, you didn't understand that it was already divided up into time travel, past, present, and future time travel. When you look at the Old Testament, that was our past. That's what had happened in the past. When you look at the New Testament, that was what was going on in our presence right here, right now. And when you looked at Revelations, you couldn't interpret it because it was the future, what one will become. And you could only interpret a little bit because there was so much that was coming that it was telling that was coming. But your awareness and understanding wasn't even there yet because you hadn't lived long enough upon the earth or experienced anything long enough to know what was coming. My work, The Matrix and Terminator, was giving you a heads up. I'm the oracle. What is the oracle? The oracle is a seer, a shaman. What she do? She was guiding Neo. What was Neo? The one. N-E-O-O-N-E. -O -O -E, one and the same. So J.C., John Connors, Jesus Christ, grows up to be Neo, one and the same in The Matrix. Now you go back and you go to the Renaissance period, you look up Michelangelo. Michelangelo during the Renaissance period by the Vatican was paid thousands of dollars of your time period of money right now to whitewash everything. 
They whitewashed everything so you would not get the knowledge of what was really going on here. That's right. Everything was whitewashed. When you go over to the, uh, the continent and you go over to Egypt, it's inside of the continent they call Africa, but named after the white man. This is where Muhammad Ali came in. And he said, my name is Muhammad Ali, it's not Cassius Clay. Because Cassius Clay was this white man, he was a slave owner. Now everybody was not slave to slave or slaves or in slavery. There's been a lot of slaves and slavery stuff going on way before they told you to lie about black people being enslaved. They've told so many lies, there's so many confusion. There were people that were slaves that was in England, Newgate prison, when King George let them out. He was hoping they would drown or die before they made it to America. They were called indentured slavery, where they had to work off their prison terms. They might have had gotten 12 years, 10 years, 14 years, but they had to work it out. Then the Vikings and all the other ones would come over here and they would kidnap people. It was called sex trafficking what y'all call today sex trafficking, still the same thing. They would just kidnap these people all over. The sailors, when some of their sailors died, they would kidnap them, take them out to sea and give them a choice to either walk the plank and, you know, get ate, eaten by the fish or the sharks or work and join them. You got to see that so many lies were told you. You go back and you look at the history and history ain't nothing but a lie. Sorry to tell you that, but it's the truth. You go back and you look at the real records that was recorded on different historical events in time, you'll see that we had black cadets at West Point the same time that supposedly the North and the South was fighting over slavery. That's all the clock and shit. Excuse my language, they was fighting over economics, money. If you go back and look at everything, it's always about the Benjamins, like Diddy told you. It's always about the Benjamins. It's always about the money. It's never about anything else. It's always about the money. What happened during the North and South was the North was paying everybody. And the South was lazy kind of in ignorance, and they were poor. They got, came up on the idea of free labor, kidnapping people and getting free labor. They became so wealthy that the North got very upset about it because the North did not want the South to be greater than them. That's what the war was about, but they couldn't kill each other over money. They had to have some commonality to make people think it was something great going on. So then they came up with the lie. Hey, well, why don't we free the slaves? Make everybody think that we're freeing the slaves. But there was black people fighting in there. Black Union soldiers. Yeah, they didn't tell you that. Black cowboys, black cadets that went to school with Robert E. Lee, went to school with Grant, and they were fighting each other. They all knew each other. They went to school together. I went up to West Point when I was a teenager, danced up there with the cadets, know all about it. 
uh, research it. See, see if I'm not telling the truth about it. Go back and look at all the stuff they've lied to you guys. Look at the uh, border crossing and all that. Sex trafficking. Untraceables. White privilege. That's all that's going on. There's no such thing as white and black skin. That's, all that's a myth. That's just to keep you distracted and confused. They were tribal. And the tribe, they had all kinds of color skins, everything. When I'm going to cover, had nothing to do with you. You are the blood. You've always been the blood. Either you were mixed with the right blood or you were mixed with, hey, animal bloodlines. Or alien bloodlines, unknown bloodlines. But you were mixed with some kind of blood. And who you are, when you find out what your blood is, then you'll know who you are. You won't know by your skin. But if you get that blood tested some kind of way, you'll find out where you are. They won't tell you your blood type in the hospitals or the doctors. They don't want you to know that because you'll find out who you really are. And I'm not joking either. It's for real. God told you you were the blood. And you need to find out why you act the way you act and why you do the things you do and why you're killing and doing confusions and ignorance and all kinds of stuff out here that's crazy is because of the blood. Who are you? You won't know who you are until you test your blood. Until you find out what your blood is and where you came from. It'll explain everything to you then. Because until then, this skin, all that's a confusion. These books that they wrote and everything, confusion. All the stuff lies. You won't know who you are until you find out about your blood. Blood is going to tell you who you are. And why you act the way you act. And why you do the things you do. And whose side you're on. Good or evil. For God or, or witchcraft. God is, by the way, is only good. That's what God really stands for. Is good. And what does uh, evil stand for? Is that witchcraft? Practicing witchcraft. They're not going to tell you any of this stuff. They're not going to break it down and simplify it for your mind. A lot of people uh, fight the truth because they want to dwell in darkness and lies. A lot of people fight for the truth, like the red and blue pill. They want to see how deep the rabbit hole goes. They want to see how deep these lies are here. And if you keep digging, you're going to see how deep these lies run. And if you don't dig, you're going to take that blue pill, and you're going to go to sleep, and you're going to die and kill for the lie. Better yet, let me break it down to you. The red was talking about the blood children of God, the black and the blue ink was talking about the machines because that's what's run through them. They don't have any red blood running through them. They will never reach that level. They will never be able to put organic into a metal container. They will die. So the machines, they're talking about the lab rats. And what are the lab rats? They're talking about the test tube babies, the petri dish babies. 
the artificially inseminated babies, the clones, the drones, the gender benders, the gender manipulators, the seedless, the soulless, they're called living amoebas, but they're not children of God because they have no seeds or souls of continuation. They come here and they're gone. That's what a clone is. Go back and look at 60 Minutes, the clone horse by the polo player who cheated all the people out of money because he cloned a hundred and some horses. His horse was a winner before it died. He took the DNA to a doctor or scientist and they began to clone the horse. The DNA is a memory chip. I talk about it in the matrix. That memory chip in a clone before the horse died, all they did was win. So that memory chip, DNA, you insert it into a syringe and then put it into an egg and put it into a surrogate, the womb of a female horse. She's going to get given these clones out of horses as the winner. And that, that, that memory chip, that horse is just going to keep winning and cheating people. He should be put in jail. As he cheated all those people. Go to 60 Minutes and look at the clone horses of the polo player that kept winning all the races because he used the clone horse that had the memory chip of winning. It's just like this. If you clone something right now and or that person died in 1999, the memory chip only goes up to 1999. So whatever that person was doing in 1999, that memory is only going to be up till 1999. It's not going to go over that. He can't learn anything. <laughs> oh, you broke up. Yeah, that's wild. Especially when I'm teaching. We can do you. It's just a, a half a second. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah, especially when I'm teaching about the clones. And like I was telling you about the clones, um, the clones only have uh, the knowledge up until when they, uh, when you clone that person or that horse or whatever you clone. So let's take, take for instance, let's say hypothetically there's a comedian and a comedian was cloned. All the comedian is going to talk about is what he was talking about when he was doing stand-up comedy up until the point he was cloned. If he was cloned in 1999, then all you're going to do is see the same stuff up until that period, like a, a recording over and over. He's not going to eclipse it, and he's not going to be able to, to start talking about something else because there's no memory there. It just ends right there. Do you see what I'm saying? When the memory that's left in you before you leave the earth and then you're cloned again, that's all that's left. That's called a memory chip. Do y'all understand what I'm saying? If you don't ask questions. Yes, we are we are tapped in the union. That's why we're what quiet. Yeah, we're tapped in. Absolutely. No, I'm I'm loving this. <laughs> because they don't tell you about this. This I'm talking about this in Matrix Four. But you didn't finish reading it, otherwise you would have seen the Oracle's memory chip and how she advances Neo 
with this memory chip. And I'm teaching cloning because they're not going to tell you that cloning goes all the way back. When you go in the Bible and you just sit to work, it's called Genesis. But Genesis is really no word. You think about it, it doesn't mean anything, Genesis. It's just an anagram for two words. G-E-N-E-S-I-S, turning around is two words. It is, I-S, genes, G-E-N-E-S. Genesis is an anagram for its genes. And it's talking about somebody being born. And what does it say? It said that Eve was pulled out of the ribs of Adam. They're not talking about a man, not an Adama, A-D-A-M. They're talking about an atom, A-T-O-M. Because when you splice an atom, that's what cloning is, splicing and necessitizing cells. And if you go and you look at the body snatchers, they're showing cloning in that old black and white movie. In fact, they would kill somebody and then they would clone them. That's right, body snatchers. Old black and white, Google it right now while I'm talking about it. Because you're going to get educated. You're going to be like, this old black and white movie is going to educate you to cloning. And in the old black and white movie, they would kill these people and then they would clone them. And then these, once they were cloned, they were seedless and soulless. So if somebody jumped off the top of a building, uh, they wouldn't scream or anything. They might even say, jump, jump. Because they're clones, so they don't have no seeds, they don't have no souls. Now, God's children were three-dimensional beings, blood, water, and spirit, which is called a period because the astral body is spirit. It's like an invisible body, like a ghost. Then the second body, the physical body, which is transportation because you need this physical body to come into this earthly domain. You come out of the matrix, the womb, and you're born in this physical world, and you need transportation because... You won't be able to experience anything if you don't have this physical body. With the physical body, you can you got the six senses or the seven senses. You get to enjoy, you know, sex, food, drinking, experimenting, feeling, touching. You get to feel things in this physical world. But if you don't have this body and you're in your astral body, the spiritual body, you can't, you can't experience or enjoy anything in that spiritual body. So you need the physical body, which is called transportation. Now, the soul of the seed is that of continuation, meaning that if you have a seed, the man, when he joins with a woman, he has the seed, and she has the egg, and they produce. They can keep producing babies, 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 babies. That's the seed. Just like you see the seeds in an apple, the seeds in an orange, the seeds in a lemon. Those seeds, you don't even have to plant them. Just spit them out to the dirt and the water or the wind or whatever. We'll take them and grow them someplace else. They might be growing over in Peru. They might be growing over in the Amazon. They might have traveled by what? By water, wind, or whatever. Because the earth. You see what I'm saying? So that is the seed of continuation, the soul. And as long as you have a seed or a soul, you're going to keep bringing babies and children into this earth through the matrix over and over again and again and again. Well, whatever man creates, 
the seedless and soulless. He can't create the seed or the soul. Yeah, he can create the body, but he can't create the soul, the seed, a continuation. You can put a spirit or demons inside of anybody. You can go read the Bible. You can put it inside of a swine. What does a swine do? Swines try to kill themselves because they don't want them inside of them at all. So you can put a spirit inside of people. You can put a legion inside of people, lots of them. That's why they call them possessed people. That's what James Cameron was teaching when he told the Avatar.